Hi and welcome to the Confidence Cocoon podcast. I'm Bianca Chappell, an NLP Master Practitioner and Cognitive Behavioural Coach and generally a woman who is addicted to supporting women to step into their power. It's episode three and I want to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is a word that we hear a lot. Anxiety is a dominant feeling that is attached to an emotion that as women we feel a lot. But anxiety is also one of those words, feelings, emotions that we don't actually understand. We don't get it as such, but what we do know and what we do get is that it's a mind state that makes us feel really out of sorts. And so I wanna kind of dissect and unpick the kind of uh, anatomy, if you like, of anxiety, and hopefully break it down into areas that allow you to get a little bit more clarity um, about this this thing that we refer to as anxiety, helping you to perhaps identify some of the feelings and thoughts and emotions that attach to it, that you might resonate some of the characteristics of it. Um, and start to understand how to take control of it rather than having it take control of you. So I like to break down anxiety into four parts. Uh, Fight, flight, freeze or response. Again, probably all words that hopefully will be familiar to you. But if they're not, let's dissect it a little bit more. So if we look at flight, Flight is the kind of state of mind where you just feel that that stomach is in a knot. You get the cramps, you get the churns, you get the butterflies, you might get the runs, you might be sick. You get that pit in your stomach flight feeling. Kind of like when you're going up the roller coaster and it goes up so high and then you go down, or like when you're on an aeroplane and you're going up for takeoff or you're coming in for landing and that stomach just will not settle. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we call adrenaline, okay? I then want you to think about fight. It's the heart racing moments where you literally can feel your heart beating out of your chest. Um, It's the moments when you just feel like you can't quite catch the breath. That fight moment is the moment when you feel like you are about to lose control because you just cannot balance. And then I want to look at response, that heavy chest lump in your throat situation that makes your shoulders go tense, perhaps even get some pain in your neck, might get a little bit red in the face or develop that really embarrassing rash that everyone can see, you know everyone can see it, you just can't stop it. Because in that moment, your response is one that is full of pure, uncontrollable emotion. And then we have freeze. Freeze is the moment when you kind of get a bit shaky, your legs might go a bit jelly, tingly, or worst case scenario, numb and you just fall or faint. Some people in their moment of freeze might get hot and clammy, get the sweats, get twitchy, get just really overall wobbly. These are the different states of anxiety that make up Um, the anatomy, as we say, of the states and mind states that we face when the emotions are so overwhelming that we get consumed by this mind state 
of anxiety. Anxiety is one of those emotions, thoughts and feelings that is completely nestled in thought processes and behavioural patterns um, and can contribute to some really unhelpful self-sabotaging habits. Anxiety is something that we all find ourselves challenged by. Even the woman that you think of, who you think has got it all together, trust me, she equally has become a, a victim, if you like, and I use that word quite loosely, but, but anxiety is something that everybody can be held victim of, young, old, male, female, it really doesn't matter, because it's something that has the ability to completely disarm us and control us. But there's something quite life-changing when we understand anxiety to the point where we understand how we can take back the control of it. And hopefully by breaking it down into four separate areas, flight, fight, freeze or response, it's going to help you start to understand the triggers, help you identify and detect when you are about to enter into these moments. There is a lot of people that say to me within within my coaching practice and just within having conversations with me that anxiety is something that um, they are faced with, um, especially during moments of um, complete loss of control. Control when we are not able to initiate our controllables because life has happened. If we look at now, Again, this audio, this episode has been recorded during the coronavirus episode, um, a global pandemic that has caused us all to be completely paused. The world has paused, it has stopped. Nobody is in control of it. Nobody could have predicted what was going to happen. And nobody is able to or was able to kind of uh, risk assess how we respond to it, personally and professionally. It has completely disarmed us. And so there are a lot of us within this, this, this lockdown process, if we use this as an example, that is um, completely consumed by anxiety. We might feel, you might feel that you are all at once um, disarmed or disabled by flight, fight, response or freeze and all the different characteristics as I explained at the top of this episode that are associated to this. So many people are saying to me, Bianca I just feel exhausted, you know, um, again if we use lockdown as an example, I'm not doing anything, um, I'm, not, I'm not entertaining or um, going through the usual daily routine of a busy life that I would, but yet yeah, I'm so tired and I've hardly done anything and I want to share with you what I share with them. You get asked, I get asked this question because it's something we are all, um, we can all associate to, but the answer is quite simple. Even though you have stopped, your brain hasn't. I'll say that again. Even though you have stopped, your brain hasn't. So you might say, why am I so much more tired than usual when I'm not doing anything? The answer is, you have stopped, but your brain hasn't. The brain is an amazing mechanism, something that completely governs everything. Your brain is that motherboard that completely operates what 
you do, what you say, how you think, how you move, how you talk. It, it operates and it governs the thoughts that you haven't even thought yet. Okay? Your brain is there to keep you safe, essentially. And to do this, it needs to predict when you need to use it, when it needs to have energy to respond effectively to any threats. When I say threats, I mean thought processes. It might be physical threats. It might be threatening situations. It might be overwhelming situations. It might be conversations. It might be friendships, relationships, roles that you play, hats that you wear. Threats in terms of the things that you need to do to navigate through the challenges of life. So it spots all those threats and it tells your body that it needs energy to manage it. Now, if we look at a car, for example, when a car starts running out of petrol to do the thing that it is there to do, which is to move, it does not move. We need to make sure that we have petrol in the car to keep the car going and a battery that keeps the car going so that the petrol can do its job. And this is quite like what the mind does and how the mind can use the different emotions and feelings to keep it its energy levels going. So it spots all those threats and tells your body that it needs energy to manage these, releasing the chemical trigger that your sympathetic or your nervous system to get you ready to respond. If we go back to the four areas that I looked at in terms of the anxiety anatomy, in order for your brain to work out what you need to initiate, whether it be the flight, the fight, the freeze or response, it will uh, dictate to your, your bodily function, your mind function, your mind state. It will identify um, from that pick and mix of emotions what it needs. And it's doing this even though you may not be doing anything at all. Every time you have a thought, your brain is at work. Every time you go to initiate a task, your brain is at work. Every time you have a conversation or even think about having a conversation, your brain is at work. It's constantly trying to support, navigate you through your next moves, your next words, your next steps in order to keep you safe. So it needs to predict when you need to use your energy so that you can respond effectively. And it spots all those threats by telling your body that it needs different thoughts, feelings and emotions. Um, and in turn, it releases chemical triggers um, to your system to get you prepared. It gets your heart beating faster. It might uh, speed up your breathing responses and direct direct uh, blood to your different uh, muscles and your legs. And you might feel certain uh, responses, physical responses, like we spoke about the tightening of the chest and the muscles. These are all the things that your brain is constantly at work predicting in order to support you. All this energy is being used quickly because your brain is responsible for regulating your energy at the times of high threat. It's shouting the alert systems. It's telling your body that it needs the energy. And currently, if we look at this current situation of lockdown, you know, we're all at a great level where there's going to be a lot of 
emotional threats generally for most of us there's a lot of risk out there and so the brain is constantly thinking and thinking again and your thinking will have some thinking and so whilst you may feel as though you are not physically doing anything you haven't switched off the brain is constantly detecting threats you may be multitasking and juggling lots of different lots of different roles and responsibilities some roles may be new to you like homeschooling for example some roles may come quite naturally to you like doing work that you do in your day job but in a different location from your home you may have lost some roles you know you may not be working and therefore may be feeling slightly discombobulated and confused and um, ad- adapting to a new normal you may be finding yourself that you are planning um, trying to figure out now how you adapt to the new normal and all of this is taking on a navigation system for changing your emotions and so your brain is using and requiring even more energy than ever before requiring you to um, respond and manage all of these different tasks and thoughts and feelings which means it is even more than before detecting all the different response mechanisms that it needs to protect you so even though you may feel as though you are not active physically you always need to remember that your brain is and sometimes on limited energy it's still preparing to help you manage through the threats that may come your way your brain is constantly working to predict and preempt how your body is to respond to the thoughts that you're sending to it so even though you may not be physically moving your brain is constantly working and this is what leads us to constantly feeling tired questioning um, the fact that I may not be doing much but I am absolutely exhausted thus leading to being completely consumed by anxiety and again we come back to that word all the thoughts and feelings and characteristics that we spoke about in the top of this episode that all are associated to anxiety I want you to give yourself permission to just lean in. And I use that word lean in a lot in the in this podcast, and I know I do. Because even if you are not physically moving, again remember that your brain is. And and, and often in challenging situations and challenging times, it's doing this on very limited energy. So that means that your stress is high. And the demand that you're putting on yourself emotionally and at times mentally is high. Um, And before you know it, much more and even quicker than before, you have dispatched um, and completely depleted that energy tank that is there to support the risk assessing that your brain is always doing. Which means you get exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically exhausted. And it's at that point that the flight, fight, freeze responses 
all fear and anxiety step in. So what I want you to be invited to do as we unpick and dissect and hopefully have brought clarity to the anxiety anatomy is I want you to have a think about what resonates with you, what characteristics do you resonate with? When I speak about flight, fight, freeze response and the different areas of of, um, anxiety anatomy, you know, the stomach crunching stuff, the heart beating stuff, the, the, the rashes that come out, the red face stuff, the wobbly legs, the breathing rapidly, feeling like you've got a, a, a ton of bricks sat on your chest. When I speak about all of that, think about what characteristics do you possess? What anxiety traits can you resonate with? Identify them, write them down if you have to, but I want you to connect with them because it's in that space that you are allowing yourself to spot your anxiety triggers. It's in that space that you are allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to spot when your tank that is feeding, feeding your brain, that is there to protect you, that is constantly working in the background even though you may have stopped, it's allowing you to detect those spaces when it just needs time to stop, to allow you to refuel. And the best way that we can do that is with sleep, rest, relaxation, laughter, and self-care whenever you can. There is nothing better, no better remedy, no magic cure better than permission to just lean in and give yourself space and permission to identify the bits that are less than helpful. And in this case, we're talking about anxiety. Identify them, label them if you have to, but then do the work that is required of you in order not to become held back by those emotions, emotional states. That is when you are able to start taking control of anxiety rather than being controlled by anxiety. I really hope that this episode has given you a little bit of a background into emotional states, um, ways that you can start to um, walk on a balanced pathway for your own personal development journey. I'm very aware that the ladies that I work with, they have me as their coach that is constantly in communication with me. Therefore, they're never really in a one-sided dialogue. You may equally be very privileged enough to have supporting your life with somebody in the helping profession which means you have the space to to discuss and explore and unpick your thoughts your feelings your emotions therefore understanding your behavioral patterns and your thoughts processes but I am very aware that many people who tune into the podcast don't have access to that resource so it's really important to me that in each episode we pick a topic and we explore and we dissect that topic in a way that gives you enough to get clarity and understand how to start tapping into your own coach and doing the DIY 
deep dive introspective work that is required to be able to rebalance, reboot and refresh. And I really hope that we've done that together here in this episode. Anxiety is something that anybody can be caught out by, if you like. If you find yourself in states of anxiety, it's not because you have done anything wrong. It's not because you are incapable of doing X, Y and Z. It's just life. Life's challenges causes us to sometimes, sometimes more often than others, be completely faced and challenged by a mind state. And anxiety is one that many of us, especially women, can um, resonate with. But I want you to know that you're not alone. I, I want you to understand that it is perfectly okay to not be okay. And I share that that kind of sentence, that reminder, an awful lot in the Confidence Cocoon podcast. There are different aspects of anxiety that we may face at different times in our life. But I need you to always remember that even on the roads when sometimes things is really bumpy and really challenging, it is still possible to dissect and explore something enough to be able to be in in control of it rather than it being in control of you. So why don't you take time to perhaps revisit this episode, get your notepad, get your journal and do the tasks that I've invited you to do. You know, go back and think about write down, document the different states of anxiety that we've mapped out here in this episode. Write down and circle and identify the ones that you resonate with, the ones that you can, um, you know, say, yes, Bianca, I get it. I get that. I have that. I get the rash. (laughs) You know, I get that. I get the sweats. I, I know what it is to feel like I've got something resting heavily on my chest. All of these things are associated with anxiety. Because remember, when we're able to identify it, we are able to then understand the triggers, perhaps, and start tracking the triggers that lead to that. And it's at that point that we're able to do the work for ourselves, whether we have support or not, for us to start being in control of anxiety rather than operating under it being in control of us. I really hope that there's something in this episode that is going to support you on your personal development journey. Again, as I always say, feel free to join us in the Confidence Cocoon Facebook group. It really is a wonderful space where all of the topics that I kind of unpick and address in the Confidence Cocoon podcast always gets discussed in one way or another um, in that tribe full of women who like you, like me, are all on our own personal development journey. It would be a delight to have you join us. And if you want quick access to it, then just visit the website, the link's on the podcast, um, and you can just join it directly from my website. I look forward to catching you in the next episode, and I'm picking and exploring another topic that is going to support your personal development journey of clarity and calm and unshakable confidence. Remember, you're an amazing woman doing amazing things. I'll catch you on another episode soon. Take care.